We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. Good morning, you guys. Uh, this is Miss Hip Hop from Speak Your Mind Radio. Uh, it's about 4.30 a.m. And I want to read this article um, from BuzzFeed News. It's Chicago related. All right. Video shows a 13-year-old Adam Toledo had his hands up when a police officer fatally shot him. Chicago Civilian Office of Police Accountability released videos showing the fatal shooting of a 13-year-old Adam Toledo. <sighs> a 13-year-old boy who was shot and killed in Chicago by a police officer had his hands up when the cop fired his weapon. New video show. The city civilian office of police accountability posted the videos online Thursday, along with other recordings and police reports relating to the shooting of Adam Toledo. Following weeks of protest over the boys killing and the bans to release the body camera footage to the public. What the video showed amounted to an assassination. Adina West Ortez, the Toledo family's attorney said at a press conference Thursday evening if you're shooting an unarmed child with his hands in the air, it is an assassination, she said, she told reporters. On March 29th, a police officer shot the boy to death in an alley in Chicago's little village neighborhood after a foot pursuit. Officers were responding to a call of shots fired when they chased Toledo and 21-year-old Ruben Robin, who officials said fired the initial gunshots that brought police to the area. As one of the officers tackled Roman, another ordered Toledo to stop, but the boy kept running, the prosecutor said Saturday during a court hearing for Roman, who was now facing child endangerment and weapons char uh, charges. Toledo then paused and the officer ordered him to show his hands. Footage from the body camera worn by the officer who fatally shot Toledo shows the cop running after him yelling, stop, stop, stop right fucking now. Hands, show me your fucking hands. Drop it, the officer yells, according to the video. Two seconds after the officer orders him to raise his hands, the boy can be seen with his hands raised as the officer fires one round causing Toledo to fall backward to the ground at an opening along a fence. A gun is not visible on the body-worn video at the time of the shooting, which took place 20 seconds after the officer stepped out of his police car. After shooting, the officer runs toward the boy and radios for an ambulance. The video then shows officers attempting to first aid over several minutes as Toledo lies gravely wounded. 
Three and a half minutes after the shooting, officers discovered a handgun behind the fence several feet from where Toledo was being treated. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Prosecutors initially said that the boy turned toward the officer and had a gun in his right hand immediately before the video was released. However, the Cook County State's Attorney Office told WGN 9 that that detail was inaccurate and that the attorney who provided the information failed to fully inform himself before speaking in court. Footage from a camera across the parking lot next to the alley shows Toledo's right arm moving behind the fence, making a tossing motion. Then he turns back toward the officer with his hands up. His family's attorney stressed that although video showed the 13-year-old appearing to toss something behind the fence, he was unarmed and with his hands in the air at the time he was shot. Adam, during his last seconds of life, did not have a gun in his hand, Wes Ortez said. His hands were empty when he was shot in the chest at the hands of the officer. He did not have a gun in the hand, contrary to the reports made earlier today. The attorney added it was irrelevant whether Toledo had been carrying a gun. It could be a gun. I'm not going to deny that. It could be a gun, she said. It's not relevant because he tossed the gun. If he had a gun, he tossed it. The officer said, show me your hands. He complied. He turned around. However, he had in his hand, there was something in his hand. He approaches the fence. Let's get, let, let's it go. He turns around and is shot, Wes Ortez said. In a police records released Thursday, the officer who fatally shot Toledo was identified as a 34-year-old Eric Stillman. According to a, a tactical incident report, which includes a set of boxes for officers to check, Stillman made claims about Toledo's behavior, some of which do now appear to be borne out by the body-worn video. The officer checked boxes that Toledo did not follow verbal commands, fled, possessed an immediate an immense threat used force likely to cause death or great bodily harm and that he was armed with a semi-automatic pistol. In a statement to BuzzFeed News, Tim Grace, an attorney for Stillman, said that in his viewing, Toledo had the gun when he was confronted. Grace said officers had responded to shots fired at a passing car in the area whose shell casing matched the gun recovered near Toledo. In a statement, Grace said Toledo's movement of turning around and raising his hands, which, which occurred after Stillman yelled at him to show me your hands, could be interpreted as attempting to acquire a target as he turned to face the officer. At this point, the officer was faced with a deadly force situation and all attempts to de-escalate had failed. Grace said, adding that non-lethal force was not a safe or effective option. The officer had no place to take control. I mean, the officer had no place to take cover or concealment. The gun was being originated in his direction and he was left with no other option. According to Wes Ortez, the officer did not appear to have any previous discipline or incidents. The accountability office said that videos 
recordings and reports which include body-worn camera footage, third-party videos, shot spotter gun detection recordings, and audio from 911 calls have not been edited. However, some re-adductions re were made to protect personal information. Mm. The officer who shot Toledo had been placed on administrative duties for 30 days, officials said. The police accountability office investigation in the shooting is ongoing. The boy's family was allowed to view the footage Tuesday. Their attorney office said in a statement that watching the video was extremely difficult and heartbreaking. The statement said that they could have continued with their own investigation into the incident. Toledo's death has sparked outrage across the city where young people in many communities are often exposed to gun violence. The seventh grader is the youngest person in years to be killed by Chicago police, according to the Tribune. That is so sad, y'all. That is really sad. And the reason why it's sad is because it's a kid, man. This is not about just race anymore, y'all. This is about the unjustification of throwing your power around. Yeah. And you know, and I, I honestly reading this story, to be honest, I, I do feel like in this instance, so to speak, that maybe the officer too was scared too. You know what I'm saying? And maybe they made a, a really, really bad decision at the last minute. But that doesn't justify what happened. Yeah, two wrongs do not make a right. Yeah, you ran and then they shot you. That is so messed up. And then the person, the 13-year-old Adam Toledo was running with, he was a, fel a felon. He was, you know, and... They charged him with all types of charges, gun possession. Um, I can't remember the other charges, but it was a charge after a charge after a charge while the police officers get to go home. And I know that's like, that, I mean, I, it sounds like I'm taking both sides. I'm not, I'm just looking at it in a different light because I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't know these people, but my heart is broken because you just heard me say that the seventh grader is the youngest person in years to be killed by Chicago police according to the Tribune so that right there puts things into perspective that if you do comply with the police you still gonna get shot like what is the point of having all this and I'm not like I said I'm not pointing and blaming blah 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 but what's the point of having all this uh expertise on your side and this training if you don't understand what you're supposed to do during a foot chase you see everything that's happening you saw he tossed something most of the time doing foot chases in the alley on the street they're running for a reason either they're scared yes or they're trying to hide something and trying to freaking get rid of it you know and he didn't even give him a chance to surrender. As soon as he turned around with both hands up, you shoot him. There's a lot of incidents like that. I just, you know, this police brutality is some BS. It is the American horror story 
of African Americans. No wonder we have filmmakers um, like Jordan Peele um, presenting us with movies like Get Out. Get Out was, man, that, I'm not even going to get into the movie, I'm just saying, or other filmmakers and actors like Nate Parker, American Skin, which shows all sides of what the possibility of what is happening, the outcome. I cannot stress that enough. I know it's just a movie, but our lives are not just a movie. We don't live just by chance. One thing that our ancestors want us to do is learn how to articulate our voice. Tell it like it is. Control the reaction that is given. If you notice every freaking time something happens to our Black men or just with police brutality, what do we do? We get up and protest either peacefully or um, in an unrest type of a scene, you know, uh, loot, people be looting, protesting and rioting, which is two different things, but people get freaking tired. They're tired. And you know what? I'm tired of being scared. It's like, if you're going to do what you're going to do, then everybody is going to see it. I'm alluding to the fact of change the reaction. I wasn't trying to even go there, but okay. What happened last May with Floyd? Oh my God, that was just so terrible. And look, having a police officer kneel on your neck for nine minutes while his hands are in his pockets. Actions speak louder than words. They really do. So a year later, we're on trial now. Okay, I, I call that a mock trial. And the reason why I say it's a mock trial is because as in recent events, these police officers just really started getting charged. But the thing is, when they're charged, the time doesn't fit the crime. Oh, I didn't know which apartment I was walking in. Oh, I thought it was a taser. Oh, this. Oh, that. Okay. But the person is dead now. And they cannot cannot defend themselves. All they have is the people. And if our voices don't make a difference, then what does? I am confused by the events evolving because it keeps happening. Ida B. Wells, she said that back in the day, like it was like in the 60s, that, uh, 60s they, they were uh, using American, Americanized lynching to terrorize the African-Americans in the land. And they're still doing that. I think they just found the body in the river, y'all. What the fuck? Excuse me, like for real. This this has been going on for decades and you just have to ask yourself, why? Why, God? Doesn't, it's, it's sad. 
It's more than just sad. I'm tired of hearing about it. And what I'm really tired of, again, I'll go back to the reaction. And You cannot control things and events that happen in this world. But what you can control is how you react to it. There has to be some type of natural force involved to, to change the, 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 the fascist policies in the American ways of living. Like, how are we not protected and your job is to protect and serve? How do I not feel safe on the streets that I grew up in and walking down my neighborhood? If I know, if I do one false movement, if the police is called on me, there is a chance that I will get shot whether I comply or not. I am not a mayor. I am not into politics whatsoever, but I do know as an American citizen that there is politics in everything that we do. And I do mean that because there's a higher rank. It's, it, you know, as you can see, Adam Toledo, I don't believe that he was black, okay? So that's why I wasn't putting race into it. It's, you are not judged on the color of your skin anymore, so to speak, or two, but you're more judged on the classification of your status. We're in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. You get a phone call in the wee hours of a night of some suspicious activity. The only thing that you can think to do is pull, draw your gun and shoot. You don't even think before you shoot. And that's what's effed up about it. I'm going to calm down because now my reaction is getting a little bit drawn out. But it has to be something, something that we can change a, 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 um, a foot on pursuit. It has to be something. You, you need to think before you react. And that's just for everybody. Now, for the victims... The, the fact of them being scared is always going to be there. And I feel like when the police are involved, there is no de-escalation of any sort. Oh, they go straight in. I mean, I mean, go straight in for the target. Boom, 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 boom. That's all you know how to do. Because you scared too. And when we scared, all we do is run. I'm tired of running. And I'm tired of being scared. I want to use my voice for the better of this world, period. What's the point of having body cameras on officers if you're not going to use it as evidence in a court case? What's the point of the city spending millions and billions of dollars on street cameras when crimes go down, you still don't know who did what, but you got all these cameras around to track our every movement. I don't understand. And at every traffic light, we got a camera. So if you run a light, you get charged for that. They see that, don't they? But when some messed up shooting on the expressway happened, you don't know nothing either. But you want, oh, let's put cameras around. Cameras for what? You mean them same raggedy ass cameras they got in Ford Heights? 
which is a suburb of Chicago, that ain't solving nothing either. The streets are ran down. How about, and, and, I, and you know, everything is a mock trial to me because like, how about how many times they work on, I'm just going to say a Lincoln Highway. These are work on the same part of Lincoln Highway every summer, honey. The roads are smooth, but if you go further down Lincoln Highway toward Ford Heights, it's all messed up. Potholes, uh, shit in the street, you know? And then if you go um, in the opposite direction west, it's all uh, Cream City, boo. It's Cream City, literally. Everything fixed up, da 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 this is what I mean that your voice matters. If you live in a, a poverty-stricken area, get the hell up and go to the um, the board meetings. They, The governor, they have governors there too. They have people in higher power there too. But if you are just not using your voice, which is common sense that you do have a voice, then you're going to get what you get, which is nada, zilch nothing zero i'm probably talking to myself here i i just get so riled up sometimes that i just don't see things the way other people see things sometimes and it's just like something can change and we can come up to an agreement because the police officers that shoot these innocent victims should be charged just like the low lives they think they're going after if you shoot somebody, you just on administrative leave. What is that? You took somebody's life. Why aren't you put behind bars your dang on self? I don't get that. And then we get, we, I know the courts are slow. I get that. You need to wait a whole year just to have a trial. I call that a mock trial. You know, when, um, Students are going to school to be study to become a lawyer. They have to do mock trials. You know, we have to pretend like they're in a real trial. That's what I feel like when I see um, see just things that are taking place right now. It's just ridiculous. I'm not, you know, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that to light. Um, I mean, police brutality is not just happening uh, amongst our people, African Americans here in the states, but it's happening to people uh, with lower classifications. And, you know, uh, Martin Luther King said, best don't judge me by the color or the content of my skin color. But now it's like more like the classification that you're in. Like I told you, we're in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. Uh, they going in full force. Now, had they gone to a place like Beverly Hills, um, don't think they would have, I think, I think they would have thought before they shot, depending on the description of the uh, person they were going after. This racial profiling is just ridiculous. Know who you're dealing with. You didn't know you were chasing after a child. I don't know. He looked 13 to 19 years old. That's still a child. Even if he's 19 to 20 to 22 or what, that's not a child, but a young, young, young person. I mean, people just don't care. I feel like people don't care. But yeah, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you guys for listening to me, I guess, quote unquote, rant. There is no video to this. This is all straight audio. It's four, how time is it? It's 4.57 a.m. in the morning. So you all try to have a good morning and I will too. I love you and peace out.